Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Digging Holes with Dusty Tunnel, and I am your host, Dusty Tunnel. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. I don't know why you are. Um, I love that you are, and I hope you continue to do so. And if you like it, if you like these episodes, tell your friends. Uh, Share the episodes. Um, Let's maybe get more people listening. Uh, Man... A lot of stuff happening. Um, uh, I'm moving in less than two weeks, and I've been selling all my stuff, giving away all my stuff, because um, I'm downsizing considerably into an ambulance, and um, that's happening in two weeks. Nervous, excited, all at the same time, but I'm ready. You know, I'm ready for. Um, the change and the challenges that lie ahead with uh, doing such a thing. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to not having stuff or at least as much stuff, you know. It just sounds and feels freeing to just say, I don't have very much stuff. I just want to be one of those guys that it's like, oh, why do you have stuff? You should get rid of that stuff, you know? know what I mean? You probably don't know what I mean. Um, yeah, let's see. Today's Monday, the January 20-something, uh, whatever today is. Uh, I'm releasing this today, and I'll promote it today. Uh, tomorrow, I am going to be performing at the Irvine Improv. Wow. Very cool. I, I'm actually very excited about that. That's a, the Shindig show with uh, Jimmy Shin headlining. And I've done a few of his shows, and they've always been terrific. And if you're in Orange County, you should definitely come by and see it tomorrow. Um, and that is at 8 o'clock. And then Wednesday, I will be performing in Poway, in San Diego area, Poway. And uh, you should definitely come to that show, too, because that's a stacked lineup. It's me, uh, Max Mantikoff, um, Josh Kreps. And the last name escapes me because I'm an idiot. But uh, definitely come check it out. That's going to be really good. And then um, what's happening on... Oh, Saturday I'll be in Los Angeles doing Joe Moran's patio show. Um, And I think that's also at 8 o'clock. I don't know the address for that, but it's on my social media. Check it out. Um, I haven't been... You know, I've just been so preoccupied with moving and all this stuff. I mean, I recorded this podcast uh, like a week ago or longer, and I'm just now putting it out because I've just been fucking overwhelmed, and I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. But this is a great episode. It's actually one of the I, – I had – it's one of the funnest ones I had. Uh, this is with Ezra Nolan, who is a musician, um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, primarily punk rock musician, and uh, also a stand-up comedian here in San Diego. Uh, funny guy, awesome guy, very knowledgeable, uh, goes on awesome little tangents and rants, and I just loved it. I loved listening to him uh, talk and uh, spill all his knowledge about philosophy and different things. And I, I just had a really good time. I think you're going to love it, too. Uh, so without further ado, this is Ezra Nolan. Um, 
we were talking about like uh, VR and like pornography and stuff like that. Yeah. So we started uh, looking up all the pocket pussies and uh, like the stuff for the VR. So it turns out that you could actually program these uh, the pocket pussies, right? Which I gotta hate that fucking word. But, uh, so like you could program them to uh, emulate the way that the person's vagina and the film that you're watching would be like i guess they like do weird things with the actresses to I, I don't know i don't know how it works at all but yeah we were looking it up and uh they're actually really not that expensive yeah wait so does it like create moisture and stuff like that is that what they do you know what i don't know i think it's just like the the muscle movements like the like oh. it just like moves like the muscles would inside of a person so you can connect it to like a vr thing yeah and it's supposed to make you feel like you're really having sex with like that porn star that you're watching. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so. Uh, I think you have to buy the VR headset separately. But yeah, it's an entire genre of porn where it's like virtual reality porn. That's pretty crazy. Um, I've like seen, uh, not like like porn videos, but videos explaining the VR mm. porn, and uh, it is kind of crazy because like you can like look left, look. Right. And like you're like in a room basically. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that I don't know, man. I I'm not for VR <laughs> like <laughs> at all. Just because like uh, regular reality is too much. for me. <laughs> like I don't know if I can handle it virtually. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. Especially if uh, like if you have like a um, a schizoid would you what what is uh, it the technical uh, schizoaffective disorder schizoaffective yeah, disorder like so if you're already having trouble like uh not knowing what's real in real <laughs> life throwing on a vr headset probably would fuck you up like you know, really bad you know what though i will say this the couple of times that i did do it it was kind of nice because it's like it's like, you know, when you're watching a movie and you know it's not real. Or like when you're in a haunted house. Right. You know what I mean? You're in a haunted house. You know that these people aren't really going to fucking murder you with a chainsaw. You know what right. I mean? It's just some juggalo who's although, expressing himself. Although you if know? you did want to murder someone with a chainsaw, that would probably be the place <laughs> to, <laughs> to do it. <laughs> That's actually a really good idea. Like, honestly... <laughs> Like, I think that the movie Dirty Work was onto something, but they just, like, stopped a little short. Of, like, like really, there should be a business of just, like, the perfect murders. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like, how do we do this? Like, look, we get it. You know, you hate this person or whatever. Like, here's the perfect murder. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what just made me think of this. I guess one reason to murder somebody is, like, an affair or whatever. You ever think about, like, how weird it is that, like, uh, like a milkman's only job was, like, to deliver milk and fuck people's wives? <laughs> like, that's, like, such a weird thing to me. Do you think that's how it started out or it just <laughs> morphed into that? <laughs> I think it started out with them fucking people's wives. <laughs> and, then they, <laughs> and, then, and then they noticed that the wives didn't have milk, milk for their kids. Yeah, exactly. Like, bitch, what the fuck's wrong with you? You gotta fucking you gotta feed these kids. <laughs> Excuse me, milk. What the hell's the matter with you? Just dry. That's how it started. You know Dude, I mean? Your your kid is not growing. <laughs> this kid does not have the recommended amount of calcium. What the fuck is the matter with you? But it's Dude. like back in the day, they didn't have child protective services. Is that to call milkman? <laughs> Life is becoming... I'm starting to understand life a little bit more just talking to you. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's crazy because, like, when you are a crazy person and you, like, experience shit differently, I can I can do that for other people. I can do that for other people. But it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know what taxes do. <laughs> 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 I 
It's actually not true at all. I'm a real big fan of civics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're you you definitely seem like a really smart guy. Like <sighs> no, done, it's it's done all done some reading or something. It's a front. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just like uh, it's like those things where it's like, oh, I'm not actually a smart guy. I just play one in real life. Like, I'm just out here <laughs> pretending. You yeah. Know what I mean, it's just like I'm I'm like if anything like just the smartest dumb guy there is. <laughs> like somehow or another, I yeah, tied I, my shoes and I never stopped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always say that I'm just smart enough to know that I'm stupid. You know, like that's uh yeah yeah fucking Socrates <laughs> said that shit. That's who, who said that? Socrates. Oh really? Yeah, Socrates' whole thing was like uh you know in understanding that you're like like one has to have enough intelligence to realize that they know nothing, you know? But, like, the thing of it is, is he was also the guy who said that reading was for the lazy and the ignorant, you know what I mean? But it's like, dude, you were too lazy and ignorant to just move to another fucking town instead of drinking poison. <laughs> I'm like, this just sounds so fucking lame. What an idiot, dude. <laughs> what an idiot. Socrates was a dumbass. Fucking dumbass, bro. Actually, my favorite of, like, the ancient Greeks was uh, this dude named uh, Diogenes of Sinope, and uh, he was the guy who fucking um so he's i guess they credit him for like inventing nihilism or whatever where like he just kind of like gave up on society and was like living in a store and would just like hang out and like talk to dogs or whatever and so like uh, he also was a really big fan of pissing off plato right so he fucking uh one day goes into plato's little fucking school where he was teaching at and uh like plato had said that man is nothing more than a plucked fowl so he brings in a fucking you know, pluck chicken is like, here, dude, I brought you your man. And Plato just kind of shut the fuck up and had to change that shit real quick. And then there was uh, Alexander the Great, too. He, like, rolled up on him and tried to get him to be an advisor. And he's like, oh, dude, I'll give you whatever you want, woo, 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 this and that. And uh, Diogenes is just like, yeah, dude, just step out of my son. I'm like, that's it. <laughs> like, Damn. That's yeah, and so on top of that, afterwards, Alexander had said, had I not been born Alexander, I would wish to be born Diogenes, to which Diogenes replied, oh, had I not been born Diogenes, I would also have wished to have been born Diogenes. <laughs> <laughs> dude, if they had mics back then, just <laughs> dropping them, huh? Oh, my God, yeah, dude, just hot mics left and right, dude. Like, that guy was great. He also said... Uh, in a Imagine rich him in a roast battle. Just <laughs> oh my god, he would kill. He would murder everybody, dude. He said this thing one time where he said, "In a rich man's house, the only place to spit is in his face." Oh shit! Yeah, like that's great. And like, dude, he. Uh, so I guess the only thing that he had had, like the only physical possession that he had, was a. Uh, what do you call it? Like a bowl with which to like eat and drink out of. And then he saw little kids scooping water out of a river with his like cupped hands. And he was like, oh, I've been carrying around garbage. And just fucking throws away this fucking bowl. And just, yeah, he was like known to just like masturbate in the street and just fucking like shit and piss wherever he wanted. Like, yeah. Di- how do you spell that? Diogenes. Diogenes I, I think it's like with a D and an I, but let's see. Let's space film this shit. Yeah, yeah. That's something I want to I wanna dive into a little bit, I think. You want to Diogenes into? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. How uh how did you like is this stuff you learned in school or is this stuff you learned on your own? Oh no, I um so when I was like sixteen or seventeen, I got this book called The Essentials of Philosophy by James Mannion. Oh yeah, I've heard and, of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah. it literally it's just like tiny little snippets of just whatever. And it's cool because I could just get into whatever I want and like now I just have a shit ton of books all over about everything. But yeah, this is this is how you spell Diogenes. This is between the two of us. D-I-O-G-E-N-E-S. Wow. For anybody that wants to uh, look that up. That's oh, crazy. The, I'd never even heard of him. The Cynic. That was now. it. He was the founder of uh, Cynic Philosophy, not oh. nihilism. Excuse me. So I misspoke. My bad. 
I don't know. What's the difference between nihilism and cynicism? Uh, oh, cynicism is just basically being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, all right, let's look it up. So, so nihilism is just like uh, like despair almost, right? Like there's no hope sort of deal? No, not necessarily. Just nihilism isn't a belief in anything. You know uh, what I mean? Because okay. like, so in, in philosophy, there's like two major kind of ideas of just like, so there's either like, uh, what the fuck do they call it? Um... Uh, materialism or fucking idealism so like materialism is like the idea that like this shit is like real for the most part idealism is like oh there's other shit beyond us right right. so like like plato's like the platonic form structure and all that shit or like the whole cave allegory that's like a model of uh idealism whereas like i don't know there's a bunch of other shit that's materialism but cynicism is a school of thought in ancient greek philosophy is practiced by the cynics for the cynics the purpose of life is to live in virtue in agreement with nature as reasoning creatures people can gain happiness by rigorous training and by living in a way which is natural for themselves rejecting all conventional desires for wealth power sex and fame instead they were led (laughs) they were to lead a simple life free from all possession so essentially they're jedi Wow. Hey, sound that, like the Jedi, right? That's kind of crazy because like when people talk about uh, like somebody being cynical, it's always kind of a negative like connotation to it. Right. Like, yeah. uh, like, like I, f- I feel like I, like I'm kind of a cynical per- <coughs> person like, uh, Oh, that's bullshit. Like I, like that's my thought a lot, but um, there's actually, there's a positive aspect to it then, huh? Yeah. I mean, originally, I guess. Well, dude, there's positive aspects to everything. Like, if right. you really think about it, like, dude, all actions and ideas and thoughts are morally indifferent. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a matter of just, like, like the meaning behind the action or the idea and the way in which it's received. You know what I mean? Like, for example, uh, dude, I dated a, I dated somebody with a piss fetish, right? They love drinking piss, right? Drinking piss. Yeah. They love drinking piss. You know? Well, wow. Yeah. Like, dude, they would, like, sit there and touch themselves, do whatever, you know what I mean, while getting paid. Not my thing at all, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I prefer to not pee on people, <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know what? It taught me a lesson, which was that maybe I don't mind peeing on people that much, one. And, like, two... If you, uh, if you like them enough. <laughs> yeah, you know? Because yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's, it's, like... Yeah, dude. I would not want to get pee- I would not want to get peed on, no. nor drink pee, right? So, if somebody peed on me... I would be like, oh, you're a dick, right? Right. But what if they're like, bro, I love piss. I'm just over here trying to bless you with some fucking golden goodness, son. Like, (laughs) you know, like, dude, it really is like, dude, all actions are just straight up. They just, they just got a, a church and instead of holy water, it's just a bowl of piss. <laughs> <laughs> like flicking piss on your face. Dude. When, when, they, when they go to the bar, they only order PBR, but it's P-E-E-B-R. Yeah. Or, or P-P-R. <laughs> Paps Piss Ribbon. <laughs> uh, oh dude, that's wild. What was, uh, what was this person like in like... Like on the street, like uh, not in the bedroom. Oh, they were a non-binary sex worker. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn, that's pretty wild. Yeah, no, we're we're still friends. I actually, just saw them the other day. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The, dude, that's fucking wild. Yeah, they just got married to a, another non-binary person from like Illinois or some shit like that. But uh, yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah. Um. 
I wonder if the part the partner is a a piss person too. No, they're a butt person. Uh. Yeah, yeah, they like stuff in their butt. Hey, dude. <laughs> yeah, so which see is like another thing, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. dude, if somebody like loves stuff in their butt, yeah, they might just come and be like, hey, check it out, something yeah. in your butt, and you'd be like, hey. Uh, so like, dude, all actions are like I said, morally indifferent. We're just going yeah. on with. Hey, speaking of morally indifferent, do you ever think about the fact that you can either fuck or get fucked by anything in a grocery store? <laughs> <laughs> challenge me right now try and prove me right. no i i uh i think that you're probably right i mean no no, no come on come on shoot me out try to uh, try to define me ah uh, man well for, <laughs> so i'm gonna try and come up with things but then i'm gonna analyze it in my mind and be like no you can fuck that no you can fuck that or get uh, fucked by it or get fucked by it um man uh what's a good one no yeah i think you're right yeah I mean, the, I guess the only thing would be like maybe canned good. Nope, you, you, can, that, you yeah. can get fucked by canned goods. Oh yeah, dude, your butthole can if you stretch try, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, people actually oh, really yeah, I've taken some shits. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. People really underestimate the way that a butthole stretches. Yeah, there's the classic, uh, classic joke or thought that like you ever take a shit and then like like look down and be like, oh, I could be gay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I never heard that one, but I did hear that thing about how uh, you can fit uh, your butthole can stretch out enough to fit two raccoons in it at once. That's like a is that's like a fact. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> your butthole can stretch out to like a diameter of like eight inches, I think, right? And wow. uh, yeah, without yeah. being damaged. That, that's that. I'm sure that's an average, right? There's like yeah, yeah. yeah of yeah. course, there's some butts that are extraordinary and can stretch up to like twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, I've seen yeah, I've seen videos. Some yeah. dicks, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like there was that guy who uh, used to shove uh, jars of mashed potatoes up his butt. You remember that guy? That old no. dude? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, that there guy. Was, I remember watching those videos. And I was like 16, like just this old white guy. Who was, like, <laughs> Where were you watching these videos, dude? <laughs> at my friend Mark's house. <laughs> at, at 16, that was probably before the internet, right? Or like, no, right, no, no. That was, how old are you? I'm 30. I just turned 32. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So, uh, yeah, no, he was the same guy. Who oh, happy birthday, hentai. by the way. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so, okay. I think it's like four inches of space is like all the raccoon needs to shimmy into anything. So, technically, technically if it's if you can stretch it to eight, eight yeah you can get two raccoons and so, in the butt so both of those things are are pretty impressive one a butthole can stretch that far but two a raccoon can fit in a four inch space yeah. dude and like dude i believe in them too like i think a raccoon could definitely like has the tenacity to get in an ass oh yeah for sure and like just not even mind Oh no! Well, they spend their times in, in trash cans. I mean, but so who doesn't? You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that's a weird thing, you know? Yeah, it's just another kind of trash can. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is, dude. <laughs> instead like, of instead of trash going in it, it's coming out of it. Yeah, yeah and all. like, dude, you could just like luck out and have somebody who just has like a really clean butt. Because, like, dude, I've. I've been inside of and heard of some really clean butts. Yeah. You know, like I, I would live in some of my friends' butts. Yeah. Yeah. I have, uh, I was al- always kind of disgusted by, uh, the idea of butt stuff for most of my life. And then I had a couple of girls that wanted, that's what they wanted. And then it was like, Oh, this really, I mean, it's, it's still, it's still not like my thing, not like, yeah. but it, it's not like <coughs> not anywhere near as bad as I thought it would be. Well, though. dude, the thing of it is, is like butt stuff with girls is like, well, women, excuse me, is like, uh, not as ladies. Yeah. Wait, can the radio people see me tilting my glasses down as I go ladies? <laughs> yeah. no. Well, they can because you said it now All they're right. picturing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dope, dope, dope. But, uh, yeah, no, the thing of it is, is like dudes are way better to fuck up the butt because, dudes take care of their butts 
Yeah. You know? Do they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, dude, if you're a guy who, like, knows. Oh, that, like, gay guys. Yeah. Like, if yeah, you're a guy who that, knows right. that you're going to possibly take something up your butt, that, like, you're going to make yeah. it clean, right? Like, you're not going to, you're not just going to let somebody into your house with dirty, like, it's gross. Like, the like the discussion we had before we started ro- uh, recording, your, your gay roommates. Oh, and yeah. you would find their enemas all yeah, the time. Exactly, right? Yeah, exactly. But they would just never clean the fucking kitchen. Which is like <laughs> the biggest irony to me. Where it's like, dude, I know y'all know how to clean. You know, like we have a bidet here. You know what I mean? Which was great, by the way. Bidets are the best. The the best analogy, uh, <laughs> analogy. Uh, best analogy I've ever, <laughs> I've ever heard is uh, is if somebody smeared shit on your wall, uh. would you hose it off with a hose, or would you take the thinnest? tissue paper you could find and try and wipe it off like it's like well i only use thin tissue paper when somebody shits on my walls if i'm trying to make it artistic oh you know yeah. I mean? yeah that's a good point because yeah. like dude you know if somebody's gonna shit on your walls you can't just like let them have that you know what i mean like you just have to let them know like yo this isn't gonna phase me i'm not gonna let this stop my life from this, happening this dude. isn't disrespect yeah i want you to know that exactly I'm, I'm an artist thank you for giving me this new medium with which to create i'm gonna go grab my thin <laughs> tissue dude, paper it's just a, it's a state of mind, dude. Yeah, you know. Ask uh, De, DiGiorno. I already forgot his name, dude. Oh, are you talking about Leonardo DiGiorno? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's my favorite Ninja Turtle. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking about Greek philosophers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah. so uh, damn, we're like flying through this already. Um, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about you and uh, where you're from and stuff. You're Chaldean. I found that out. Yeah. Actually, tonight. I didn't know you were Chaldean until oh, you really? said it tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're, you were, uh, were you born in Iraq? Um, or you just spent time there as a kid? No, like, uh, I, w- I was born there, but like, I don't really remember any of it. Like okay. all my oldest memories are like here in San Diego and like in Detroit or whatever. So it's like, I don't know. I don't really like, I guess I don't really rep it too hard. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, that's not what I'm trying to get. Yeah. I'm just trying, like, so, you, but you were born in Iraq, then you came Before. over here at a very early age yeah, yeah, yeah. to uh, El Cajon, San Diego, yeah, Cajon, yeah. and then uh, and then Detroit, and then back to San Diego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. And it's and you've done a lot of shit. That I found out tonight too. You're kind <laughs> yeah. of a ja- you're a jack of all trades. I mean, yeah. And yeah. and I say jack in the most like disgusting way. Which like, dude, that's a really weird term for people to call somebody else a jack off. Like, yeah. have you ever heard somebody call somebody an elbow bender? No. Yeah, I'm, like that's. But that I kind of uh, I like that better. I think. I so okay. It's weird because sometimes I've heard it be like, oh, you know, quit standing around bending your elbows, boys. Like that doesn't make sense to me. But one time I was working for this. Uh, I was the frozen manager at this like weird Italian grocery store. Like these guys got busted for selling coke and shit like that. And like it was just this whole crazy thing. Like those guys were insane. But anyways, the owners of the grocery store, the owners of the grocery store were busted selling coke in the late nineties. Right. And there were two people who worked at the store that I was working at who had jobs for life because they did prison time (laughs) for them. Right. And like, yeah, dude, like they legit were not allowed into the store that I worked at while it was being built because they had hid so much cocaine in their last stores. Oh, no way. Yeah. So one day it's just me and my friend Drew and uh, we're standing there talking to the owner and he's like, hey, who's that guy over there? And we're like, oh, he's I can't remember his name. And we're like, oh, that's this guy. And he says this thing where he's like, he looks like a dick puller. Get him out of here. 
And I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty fucking accurate. I mean, <laughs> like, that's great. He's like, he looks like a fucking dick puller. And these were Italian guys, he said? Oh, yeah. That sounds like an Italian thing to say, dude. Yeah. Oh, fuck. This dick puller over here. dick puller over here. Yeah, yeah but, I don't do accents. Yeah, but. They, <laughs> they weren't like Italian, Italian. They were like Midwestern Italians. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know if you've ever been to Kansas City or anything like that. Like any place where it's just like the mob used to be there, but it's just like a subtle. So they're not like fucking... Uh, hey, we're big fat old dudes with these accents. Like, nah, they're not those guys. Like, but they're still they're still slinging drugs. Though. Yeah, like, yeah, they're still Guidos, you know. What I mean? yeah. <laughs> like, uh, dude, actually, it was cool because I, I worked for a small Italian company, and I I used to go like deliver gnocchi to all these like small little Italian stores. And my favorite thing about it was, is uh, all the unique and interesting family feuds that every fucking store had for the other one. Like I guarantee there's like Italian markets here in San Diego. They all have just different fucking beasts with one. another. Well, there are, there's little Italy. Like I guarantee every one of those fucking places in little Italy is just like, yeah, fuck their sausage. I fucking hate Dominic. He fucking, uh, like I guarantee you, I just don't know anything about it here. Yeah. Oh man. That'd be an interesting thing to find out. I yeah. Should, I should go find like, uh, an Italian owner of a place over there and see if he'll talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> just like, yeah, go get yeah. drunk with him. You know what I mean? Drink yeah. fucking, uh, what is that shit called? Amaretto. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Italian shit. Just sit there and get drunk. Yeah. How many How many places have you uh, lived? Um, lived in Detroit, Chicago, uh, Pittsburgh, uh, fucking San Diego. That's about it. Yeah, but I traveled a bunch too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I spent a lot of my time homeless or like locked up. Which <laughs> <laughs> is like surprisingly... Different how it's just like, yeah, I'm locked up. I'm technically not homeless, but it would be a lot cooler if I was homeless. <laughs> uh, where where were you locked up? Uh, mostly in Michigan. Yeah, mostly in Michigan. And then there was, uh, yeah, just a bunch of other shit, too. Were, yeah. they, were they long stints? No, the longest I ever went for was for like 16 months. Oh, that's a that's a long stint. I would, not really. I mean, I don't know. Not really, because it wasn't long enough for me to actually like have to go to any other place. Like, I don't know, it was dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know, man. So let's just talk about other weird ass shit, because there's like a whole bunch of dumbass knowledge that I just got stuck in my head. Because I'm really not that interesting. Like, I don't. Me, me I, you seem pretty interesting. You've done a lot of things. Oh no, it's just an act. <laughs> <laughs> my my entire life has just been an act to get to this point to trick you. <laughs> Dude, that was elaborate. <laughs> Dude, I go for long to, games. To this point, I'm sorry to disappoint you. No, I go for long games against people that I haven't even met yet. Yeah, I'm actually preparing for multiple challenges for people I'm about to meet throughout the next 25 years. Oh, okay. I don't even know how the fuck I'm going to get over on some guy named Frank who I don't know yet. Yeah, he sounds like a dick anyway, dude. Yeah, dude. Every Frank I've Frank? ever met has been a dick. I had a stepdad that was Frank. <laughs> he uh he he had a um I thought there was gonna be a joke. It was like I had a stepdad whose name was Frank, his name was Dave. No. Or no, I had a stepdad who was Frank, his name was Dave. Dude, I had a I had a stepdad named Dave too. Oh my god. Are you inside my head right now? I mean, amongst other things, because they can't see. <laughs> so yes, yeah. I am inside you, Dusty. Yeah. It's, you got I mean, you got me I maxed mean, out at eight inches right dusty now. Dusty tunnel. Yeah, it's not dusty anymore, dude. Uh, yeah, beating the dust out of that tunnel. Yeah. yeah, now that now that I know about enemas. No, I've actually I had to I had to get myself an enema once. Really? Yeah, because I uh, I so I was like 
I was pooping a lot of blood and um, yeah, yeah. But it was like going on for a really long time and it was kind of like, it seemed like a lot of blood. <laughs> it was an right? off-putting amount of yeah. blood. <laughs> and uh, so they uh, decided to do this thing. It's called a sigmoidoscopy, which is, it's basically a colonoscopy, but they don't go as far mm. and they don't, you're awake for it. So you actually feel it. And, uh, but before you do it, you have to fucking clean your shit out. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I was, I, uh, I figured out there's two positions. I chose the, on the side with the knees bent. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't go face down ass up. (laughs) Yeah. Do dignity. Yeah. yeah, I I chose the lady position and, uh, and dude, those things are, uh, I mean, I'm sure you get good at it, but like you're supposed to hold it in for like a minute. I think it's, yeah, it's like to it, hold it in. And it's uh yeah, dude, it's like filling up a water balloon but not tying it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, yeah. you're like struggling to hold that thing in. Oh yeah. Um dude, it actually mom, took me a couple of tries to get it right. My mom tricked me into doing coffee enemas when I was younger. <laughs> because my mom's a weird crazy health nut. Like she does like herbal life and all okay. that shit. Like that's the type of person my mom is, right? Wow. Okay. And uh yeah, so oh, and she's also a sociopath who doesn't think that other people have feelings, right? So uh <laughs> Wait, do they? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, dude, that's behind every set of eyes is a different machine. For me to question <laughs> anything like that. And like, machines don't have feelings. Yeah, so. you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I've yeah. seen Transformers, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Optimus Prime didn't give a fuck about anybody. But uh yeah, I tried a coffee enema one time. and uh, What is that supposed to do? Make you shit real fast and spicy, dude. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, but, like, what would the health benefit? Like, why Why was she having you do it? I don't fucking know, dude. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, I'm just curious, like, like, oh, dude, he is tired all the time. <laughs> like, like, I really, just looking back on it, I was... I was shooting a lot of heroin at the time, so I kind of was just like <laughs> trying to get her to stop. So, uh, yeah, it was wow. bad. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah, like coffee, coffee animal. So, would that be like you had to brew the coffee, the coffee. and then you shove it up your butt, and then you blast like it out? Like turkey baster style. Yep. Wow. Yeah, it is. Did you feel, did you feel good after? Feel I mean, good? honestly, yeah. Yeah. Truth be told, because, uh, so, like I said, I was a junkie at the time. Mm. So, you know, I didn't really eat or shit that often. Mm. So I told my mom that I hadn't shit in a few days because, you know, I also hadn't eaten in a few days, you know, because heroin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I just, I didn't know that I had that much in my body. Wow. But, uh, yeah, because. I, d- I felt really good after mine, like, uh. It, it was i mean it's it was similar to like we were talking about using a bidet like i think after using a bidet like i just you just feel so clean and yeah. like and it it was just like that but like you know amplified a little bit like i felt like if i walked outside and there was like a breeze like i would whistle you know like it was like yeah yeah, yeah. but it feeling. was kind of a nice feeling like you walk like uh, like a little taller just because like you feel like clean and <laughs> confident <laughs> Oh yeah. my gosh! What the fuck commercial is that? Was that Vagisil where it's like, "Mom, you ever feel not so fresh down there?" Like, right. You know yeah. Oh well, you know what I remember. Uh, I I don't. I think maybe I seen. I did see that commercial once or twice, but um, 
I remember a family guy making fun of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they yeah. did do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I mean, like, dude, the one cool thing about Family Guy, I, I haven't watched it in years and years. I like the the first three or four seasons, like, before. So I like them before they got canceled, and then there was maybe, like, one or two good seasons when they came back. But they had this, uh, like, a real panache for keeping up ancient dead-ass references. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder how many people now know who Fred the fuck Astaire is right. <laughs> because of Stewie. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. But just, I like that show a lot better when it was just like, the humor was a little bit more subtle. Like, like because at some point, like, Stewie was a like mad genius and then somewhere along the lines, he just became a flaming queen. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. When he, yeah, because he was like more like evil. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, and, and it, like, I don't know what he's like now. I'm assuming it's just a bunch of gay jokes. Yeah, probably. I I mean, it's still on, right? They're still making new episodes or no? Uh, I don't I don't know. I haven't seen it in yeah, years, I yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's actually a good point. I like when that first season there was like really no character development or anything and it was just like just random shit and I kind of liked that too. Mm. Like it would because I feel like the jokes were were more um they would surprise you more. Yeah. You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. 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 It was a lot but now, surprising. but now like that they have established like personas, you mm-hmm. kind of like, it's formulaic. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I don't know. It's weird. Cause like comedy in itself, or just like even producing like a successful television show or any kind of like artistic medium is like, it's really hard to continue on with for a long time. You know, there's very few things that I can say like that were really episodic like that, that mm-hmm. just, finished out really well and like even more so with like literature you know like when you have like long ass book series i feel like it's really hard to keep a lot of that shit up but i don't know yeah i think that maybe sometimes when something uh i don't want to say drags on because it's not necessarily dragging on sometimes it's really good but like you're you're bringing it to such a high like climax that like to really like to finish it and feel satisfied, it's almost like impossible. You know, like you set the standard too high, like where if you keep it short, then I think it's easier to kind of close out and, and, uh, have closure. And so, yeah. 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 But I mean, it's different though. I mean, like, uh, Hmm. Trying to think of like good shows that really ended well. Like, dude, the Golden Girls ended well, but like, I never watched it. I, I can't say anything bad about the Golden Girls. Really. Yeah, everyone seems to love it, but I, I really don't know anything about it. Well, dude, my thing about the the only thing that I really hate, or not really hate, but it's just like the one thing that's just like, what the fuck about the Golden Girls is like, uh, so they're all supposed to be Sicilian, right? And there's this one fucking episode where uh, B. Arthur is playing uh, fucking. Uh, like Estelle Getty's mother, right? Estelle Getty plays B. Arthur's mother, right? And like, but she was actually the youngest person in the cast. So sometimes they would flash back to like episodes when like Dorothy was younger and fucking, you know. Uh, yeah, so there was this uh, episode where B. Arthur was playing her grandmother, right? A Sicilian woman, straight yeah. off the boat from Sicily, old as fuck, right? Not only is she fucking speaking English, but she's speaking English in like a flawless, like <laughs> Brooklyn accent, and it's just like. Well, when 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 was the Golden uh, Golden Girls? That was like eighties, eighties. Yeah, it ended in the okay. early nineties, and then was followed by uh, Golden Hotel or some shit like that. Uh, yeah, it was like an offshoot where uh, Estelle Getty, Rue McCallaghan, and uh, fucking uh, Betty White like were running a hotel. Oh, uh, okay. Like yeah, because um, because B. Arthur's character gets married in the very last episode of the Golden yeah. Girls. If you're making something Spoiler. in the eighties, yeah. If you're making something in the eighties, though, you're not really trying to make it authentic. I don't think. Well, I think you're dude, just the, the thing of it was though is that show was great because it actually was like really 
it touched on a lot of really revolutionary issues for the time. First of all, it was a show starring older women mm. in the 80s in a time when like everything was being hypersexualized and shit like that. On top of that, they dealt with like issues like uh, HIV and AIDS. You mm. know what I mean? They talked about uh, homelessness among the elderly. Uh, in the very first episode, their uh, cook was a gay guy who actually, that dude's body was just found over in fucking Oregon, like just eating the shit by coyotes. No way. Yeah. Like, or just a bunch of animals, I guess. Yeah, That I just happened? Yeah, like a couple of fucking weeks ago. Oh, no way. Yeah. And, Do uh, they know what happened? Yeah, he was just hiking. I guess oh, he got uh, lost. And okay. Yeah, because... It his, wasn't like he was murdered and thrown in the woods or something. Okay. No, no. His dog was left in his car. They found his dog in the car dead. Oh, yeah. Man. Like, that no, actually... tragedy, right? To, to be completely honest, that almost makes me more sad. Yeah, that's a <laughs> tragedy right there. You know what yeah. I mean? I have such a soft spot for dogs. Well, yeah, especially because it's just like, well, my thing is like, dude, nobody broke that fucking window. Right. <laughs> like, I know. I know so many people in Detroit who will just like bust out a window for any dog that they see. In right. The car, right yeah. You know, but like, ugh. it reminds me of that. I don't do. You, are you an office guy? Did you watch the office? Uh, no. There was one episode where, uh, in their parking lot, there's a, um, a dog locked in a car. And so, uh, the the gay guy Oscar breaks the window, um, and then and then it's like they're trying to debate who's gonna stay there and make sure the dog doesn't run off. Like uh, uh, it was kind of funny. That's cool. Yeah, I like. Oh wait, I should be by the microphone. Uh, I like the uh, British Office a little bit more. Yeah, it's uh. That was the original like, one, right? Yeah, I like I like both. Um, the British Office is like a lot more subtle, like. The American office was really goofy. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah. just like the whole thing of it for the American office with me was just like, there weren't really a lot of punchlines so much as it was just facial expressions. Yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah. A lot of like uh, a lot of awkward kind of tension and stuff. But yeah. I love uh, I love D- Dwight and um, I just uh, I just listened to a podcast. It was a uh, Dax Shepard's podcast uh-huh. and Rain Wilson, who plays Dwight. Yeah. Uh, was on it. And um, like it, that's the first time I'd ever heard him just like speak. And he's like, like an intellectual, oh, like yeah. a Buddhist, like, and, uh, it was just like really cool to see the, the contrast of who he is. And then the character he played, like he really did an amazing job acting. Oh no, he's a great actor. Oh yeah. Have yeah, you ever yeah. seen this movie called Hesher? No. Yeah. It's got like, um, God, I cannot remember his name right now. Justin Long. I oh yeah, think, yeah. I think it is. I can't remember, who, but it's like I like Justin. Yeah, Long. like Rain Wilson's in it. Uh, there's like a bunch of like kind of decent names in it, but it's just about like this kid and he meets this weird fucking guy, and uh, Rain Wilson's in it, and he's just this like sad, depressed fucking dad who like his wife died, so he's just like all fucking bearded and lazy. I don't know, but it's really good. I haven't seen it in years, so I probably shouldn't go on about it. But should we talk about like anything that's like real? On this, uh, yeah, we, we I, could talk about real stuff that's not me because I don't want to talk about. <laughs> well, you're the guest. I mean, that's uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Fuck we, that. I have a lot of interesting knowledge to share. Yeah, yeah, whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. I, I, it's uh, I don't, dude. My thing is like, can I use this platform to, uh, dude? Do you got a minute to talk about our Lord and Savior nuclear energy? <laughs> yeah, dude, you're a nuclear guy. Yeah, I love nuclear. Energy. I'm big. I'm big on nuclear stuff. Yeah, dude, I legit yeah. think that nuclear energy will save us. Like, it'll legit it, save humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any anytime I hear about like um plant like energy plans, uh, like zero emission energy plants that don't include nuclear, yeah, I think that they're like bullshit. I think it's a money grab. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's basically just lip service. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. I mean, just like how. 
I was reading this article the other day about how only uh, Coca-Cola only uses 7% recycled material and this shit. So it was just like most plastics just fucking gets used to the wayside. Uh-huh. You know? Okay, but, yeah. So I don't know. It's just dumb shit like that. But like with nuclear energy, you know, there, there are ways to where you really don't have to use any waste at all. Like fucking right. molten salt reactors. You know what I mean? Most, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Go no, on. no, no, no. Go. You're. I think you're going to be a way, way more knowledgeable on on this than I am. But um, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to be in agreement with with whatever you're going to say. I just yeah. I think it's like a really dope solution because like so with molten salt reactors you don't have to turn them off to refuel it. You can just like reuse uh fucking uh waste like fuel waste. You mm-hmm. can just like uh, re enrich it and just use it over again. So it's like re- recycles within itself. Yeah, kind yeah. Of, yeah. And on top of that, well you have to okay, so you have to like remove the used fuel and then re enrich it, but you can just like add it back in. So it's okay. just like yeah, but on top of it, there's not really a lot of potential for meltdown because with liquid fuel, you know, you uh so what they do is they have these control rods like the okay. So in a regular light water reactor, you have like these solid plutonium or like uranium rods that are stacked on top of each other. You have these like uh, I can't remember what the fuck the metal is, but like some kind of like a nerd ass metal is a control rod. And it's all surrounded in water to like keep it cool, to keep it from like, you know, right. what overheating. Is, yeah. Well, what happens is, is so that the rods heat up the fucking water, which in turn like causes steam, which in turn spins turbines. Right? OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's a light water reactor. But with the molten salt. It kind of does a similar thing, but instead of like, you know, being able to uh, like, so in Fukushima, Three Mile Island, all that shit, when a power outage happened, all that water fucking steamed up to where there was no control and there was a fucking a whole bunch of like nuclear waste just having a runaway reaction and it just melted down. But in the molten salt reactor, you wouldn't have that issue because all that shit would just fucking drain through. Like it would heat up these giant fucking ice things that happen to be underneath uh, like whatever liquid salt pool. And uh, God, I'm actually kind of drunk. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. Uh, well, no, okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So all the like whatever the cooling method underneath the fucking platform would just fucking melt away or just like die off. And all that fucking fuel, the liquid fuel would just like melt through the fucking uh, floor into a cooling chamber and it would just. And stop then that would be it. Yeah. 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 So I that's that's super interesting. I think that uh, this guy that I talked to, I think he was partially trying to explain some of that to me, but. Mm. Uh, a lot of it went over my head. I understood what you said a lot more than what he told me. But uh, when I was in Belize, I met this guy and he um, we stayed on this bird sanctuary for like two nights or something or one night. I don't remember. Was was the view unbelievable? Yeah, <laughs> we'll edit that out. dude. Don't you worry. <laughs> right, no, nah, dude, I don't do any editing on this shit. Dude. <laughs> I when I first started this thing, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll edit it down so it sounds good. And I would spend like hours and hours. And then when I would re-listen to it, I was like, dude, I made almost no difference with my edit. So now I just fucking put yeah, it out dude, there. It's it. like, I'll, I'll listen to it back. But um, but you were in Belize at this bird sanctuary. Right. And the guy that ran the bird sanctuary, he uh, he's this guy from Fiji. And he used to be like... um. Uh, I forget what the title was like uh, on some sort of environmental panel consult thing uh, for um, the UN. And uh, he hadn't done it for a long time, but he, he started talking to us about nuclear stuff. And at the time, like all I'd ever heard was like negative stuff about, you know, like Mm. that there's a lot of negative (laughs) like connotation, like to nuclear energy. And then he started telling us like, yeah, the the way that they're built now, and I think he tried to explain what you just explained, mm. um, and it kind of went over my head. But then basically, he like summed it up with like, 
uh, if you build a nuclear power plant right, like in a modern way, that they they won't melt down now. And he's like, now they can use thorium. Yeah, yeah, no, do one hundred. So we yeah, could- which is like the I guess the second most uh, common element on Earth or something. Like it's just it's and common. dirt. Yeah. yeah, and like, dude, if we so for. <laughs> Like a light water reaction, if we switched from like uranium to thorium right now, we could decrease waste by like 90% while increasing efficiency by like 70%. Right, right. Yeah, because like, dude, thorium fucking degrades way faster than like enriched uranium or plutonium does. Right. The only reason why we use that shit is just to. I feel like I'm talking to this guy again. (laughs) (laughs) the, The thing of it is, is like, we only use them shits just to build warheads. Like the mm. whole reason why we adopted uh, molten salt reactors were conceived of before light water reactors. But the only reason why we went with light water reactions was because it's a similar method by which we power nuclear submarines, right? Oh, uh, okay. And on top of that, you can use the wasted fuel to produce warheads. Uh, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's the whole Dirty. reason. Yeah. Dirty. Yeah, but like, dude, you know, even that we don't even need anymore because, dude, we have stuff like the neutron bomb. You know what I mean? Which is. I'm not a really big fan of like warfare or capitalism, but this this weapon was called the perfect capitalist weapon because it's this bomb that destroys all organic matter while leaving all structures like this standing. Because it's just, I think it's like a huge gamma ray burst. Oh, uh, so, yeah, it turns people into the Hulk. No, no, no. It, like, Wait, that's just, gamma, right? Yeah, Isn't he a gamma guy? I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know Greek alphabets. <laughs> but uh, no, it just fucking, it basically microwaves you from the inside. Oh, shit. That's yeah. wild. So it literally just turns the air into a microwave. Wow. Yeah. It's just giant is that like a long lasting thing? Like, does it, like, is it just one thing, everything's dead and then like it's back to normal again? Or is that like, does that make the area in, in, uh, un- um, unlivable? No, for- no, no. The thing of it is, is that. Like, so they designed it to where it would make the area available for immediate occupation. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, you have all the standing structures, all the infrastructure still ready to fucking go. It's just all those pesky people and living things are out of the way. Yeah, (laughs) well, hey, man, I I understand it. I wouldn't mind having one of these warheads for some of these uh, open mics that I go to. I mean, dude, don't you see enough bombs? Oh, oh damn, dude. Oh. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but, dude, it's crazy because, like, I I hate when people talk about, like, overpopulation or anything like that because it's just like, oh, tell me. Like, it's, it's – uh, uh, wait, was that a thing? A pod at the door? Is there a dog? Oh, there – yeah, there might – we have two pugs. Yeah. Do you want to let them in? Uh, No, probably not because um, they'll uh, – They'll pee on something in here. Oh, they fair. like to, the they like to mark my stuff as their own. So, we oh, just, they don't think very highly of you. Huh? No, dude. Yeah. Or maybe they're just piss people, dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're dude. just showing their love. That's dude. the thing. Yeah, callbacks, Touché. baby. Touche. You got me, dude. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I hate when people talk about like overpopulation or anything like that because, like, dude, I'm a chef. You know what I mean? So, like, I've worked in the food service industry for years and years. Like, and also, like, dude, I've worked on farms. I've worked in farmers markets. Like, I've worked in all various types of, like, food production and, like, various types of levels. Excuse me. And, like, uh, yeah, we produce so much fucking food. I was working this event at the USS Midway Museum recently and fucking, uh, what was, like, a year ago, I guess. And uh, I remember (laughs) it was for the Marriott Hotel chain. The fucking CEO, the CFO, and the COO parachuted onto the fucking aircraft carrier off of fucking Navy jets, right? And, dude, fucking the band Train was there. <laughs> like, it was intense. What? Yeah, like, I didn't even know that was a thing that could still happen, dude. right? Like, who knew the Train 
was still a band. And you were there. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Like, but the thing of it was, though, quick side note, though, the everybody in train except for the lead singer, super nice guys. Really? The lead singer was just a dick. But everybody. Do you think he's he feel, he's a dick because maybe the rest of the band members ran a train? No, nah. it's not. It's not good. That wasn't a good joke. Nah, nah. I might change nah, my mind nah, on the editing nah, thing. Nah, nah, nah. That's how I feel about it, dude. Just a lot of nahs, dude. Nah, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm reconsidering my editing uh, <laughs> philosophy but, uh, here. But uh, yeah, dude. So like, we fucking uh, we ended, the food cost alone was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, right? Damn. Where it's like, I how many made, people were there? Oh, you know? a lot. Like the yeah. entire fucking boat was full. Okay. Yeah, the entire because it was so it was a shareholders meeting. Like a shareholders thing where it's just like, hey, congratulations. We sure put a lot of people up. And, uh, yeah. So people from, like, all over the country, like, were just there kicking right. it. You know? And, uh, yeah. So we threw away between fifty dollars to $100,000 worth of food that night. Wow. Yeah. It was a crate. And, like, I remember while we were doing it, I was like, hey, isn't it weird that we're on this Navy boat and there's all these starving veterans just outside of these fucking gates that we could be giving these food to? Like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. And one of the dudes was like, well, they should have worked for Marriott and just dumped it out. And Damn. I was just like, oh, yeah, I hate this. Yeah. Dude, what a fucking dick attitude. But the one thing was, is like, that job was kind of cool because I also did get to meet uh, Matchbox 21s. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is really cool. So we walked into this event. The event was like in La Jolla at the top of this fucking super fancy house, right? So the lady whose house it was, her ex husband started Gateway Computers. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's just beautiful. So we're walking in and I hear the band playing, but I didn't see who it was. I just saw bunch of old dudes on the stage i'm like check it out matchbox 50 over here like i thought it was just a cover band you know but like after a minute we're like setting up the tables doing all this shit and they're doing their sound check and we're like oh shit it's fucking it's them uh, <laughs> like, dude them. what if they changed their name to matchbox 50 after they heard you say that they're like oh no that's that's what we should do you know what i i hope so because i did tell old boy that so at one point after their sound check was done we're in the back and we're like cooking doing whatever woo, 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 and fucking what the hell's his name rob thomas He's like there in front of me. It's like the whole band. They're there too, but I don't know their fucking names. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. So it's just like I'm there and Rob Thomas is there. And like I'm shaking all their hands. And when I get to Rob Thomas, I'm like, hey, dude, thanks for that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Right? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm still Sinbad's bitch. And I was like, uh, dude, don't let him push you around. <laughs> and it's just like, what the fuck happened in my life to where like I'm reciting this man's lyrics back to him? <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It was kind of cool, though. That yeah. is wild. Yeah, Rob Thomas is a nice guy. Yeah, dude, but I also I got to tickle Jack white ones yeah now that i think about it there was a lot of weird things that i got to do with my life it's funny how like i don't like 10 minutes ago you were like uh i'm not really not that interesting <laughs> you've, done, you've done like all this wild <laughs> shit dude if, if there's this if there's these problems that i have in my life it's just that like dude i'm really handsome I'm just funny yeah. and I'm interesting and I'm just really modest. Yeah. And I actually have walls and walls of humility awards at home. <laughs> if you want to come check them out. I would love to. Yeah, dude, yeah. People are constantly like, dude, you're so humble and handsome. Take this shiny piece of mind. I'm like, you're right. I am handsome. Thank yeah. You. This, uh, this podcast isn't about stating obvious things. Dude. So let's, <laughs> let's go ahead and move away from this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude. So, so I was at this uh, show in Detroit for this band called Proto Martyr, right? And uh, I was in my friend Dewan's house, which was right across the street from the venue. And uh, I just see this guy walking in, and he's like fucking wearing like red pants and a white shirt or whatever. And uh, I was really drunk, so I was throwing my glasses around to people because <laughs> you know, as one does. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I'm just like, oh, look at this fucking Jack White looking ass motherfucker walking in here like it's 2005, right? Like I'm just directly pointing and laughing at him, right? 
and just don't think anything of it. And then I'm like in the show and like uh, I just I hate at punk shows how like people will like physically push people out of the way. Like I don't I don't like that. You know what I mean? I like yeah. to be friendly about like trying to go through an audience. So I like to tickle people. You know what I mean? Because it's like disjarring enough to where like you're probably going to listen to me. <laughs> right, you know right. I mean? So like it gets would, the point across without being too big of a dick. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. You know, and like it's gentle. You know. Yeah, like, yeah. So I'm tickling people through the crowd, and I'm, I'm tickling this guy, and he goes, "Hey, man, what the fuck?" And I look up, and I'm like, "Oh, hey." Yeah, dude, you're fucking, you're the Jack White, right? And he's like, uh, yeah, what about it? And I was like, what was going on with you when you wrote Icky Thumb? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and uh, he just told me to fuck off. And uh, my friend was like, uh, yeah, you got lucky. I guess he likes to punch people. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. He does like to punch people. Oh, shit. Yeah, like there was that band, uh, the Von Bondies. Yeah, and he fucking uh, punched that guy for covering his songs in the middle of the... So, dude, they were in the middle of a show, and they played a fucking White Stripes song, so Jack White just walks up on stage and punches the guy. No and then way. the band basically broke up a couple of weeks after that. Oh, that makes me not like Jack White that much. Oh, dude, there's goods and bads to everybody. Yeah, I guess. You know I mean? We're all human. Yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I mean? I like, get it, dude, I he guess. played... He used to put on a bunch of free shows in Detroit and stuff like that, but, okay. I mean, he, I think he lives in Memphis now or something, but... It makes sense. Like, I don't hold any beef against him because, like, I'm not living in Detroit. Fuck that place. It sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, tickling can be kind of bad, though. I uh, I had this, uh, I guess she was my <laughs> great aunt. <laughs> and, uh, and she used to. Uh, she used to tickle <laughs> tickle me and my sister all the time. Like she always tickle us, and I always hated it. But like I, you know, like I, I mean, I was probably like seven or something uh, but and i hated it then like hindsight i can see like oh she was just trying to be like fun and playful with like her you know like young nephew or great nephew or whatever but there was this one time i was on the floor and she uh she comes up and starts tickling me and i freaking kicked her in the stomach nice. and she fell over <laughs> and knocked this table over <laughs> And then she got up with this like horrified look on her face and just like walked away. She never tickled me again. <laughs> dude, that's better than like, uh, yeah, so I kicked her in the stomach and she fucking died. I know, dude, but she was pretty old even at that time. Like, dude, have you ever seen Garden State? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like fundamentally the premise of that guy's guilt is like, right. yeah, I pushed my mom because she was a bitch and now she's paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and she had a, well, I don't know. I think she had it at the time or maybe i don't uh, my memory uh parkinson's Mm. and uh the shaky aids yeah the the shades yeah (laughs) 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 she's i mean she's a sweet woman she actually has like a crazy story uh growing up i i wouldn't get it all right but uh growing up she was um like part like my great great grandma i guess it's my great great grandma her uh, mom was a mountain person so they lived like in the mountains and like like and grew their own food made their own clothes like all that kind of shit and like um they would barter and then uh so my great great grandma i guess used to use her as a bargaining thing huh. like pro- <laughs> prostitution kind of deal uh. and um yeah i don't know there's a uh, there's some stuff that happened that i probably shouldn't say on here but uh she uh she ended up running no, statute of limitations dude it's right. cool <laughs> well she uh she ended up running away and like hitchhiking and then she dated like um a bunch of these like uh western movie stars like the roy rogers type mm. 
So she got like all involved in these like Hollywood stars, like dating them like at a young age. And I don't know. She's, she had a really interesting story that I didn't find out till like, you know, later. I think she was, uh, she had passed already when I, my mom started telling me about this stuff. Dude. Um, my grandfather was, uh, my grandfather on my mother's side was actually like, um, like the fucking Harriet Tubman of Iraqi communists. Really? Yeah, and I didn't find it out. Well, you know, I'm sure there was a bunch of them, but like he was N, like a Harriet Tubman of Iraqi communists. And Her- I'm like Harry Tubman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um But yeah, like I didn't find it out up until I was at a wedding for my father's side. We were just there kicking it. And uh, you know, I don't I don't know if other cultures do this, but like, you know, we were just lining up in this whole big ass line, like the whole family and everybody shakes their hand and kisses your ass for a second. So like uh we're there. It's like my grandmother next to my mother who hate each other, right? Because they're the exact same person. Like, my dad is like the epitome of Oedipus. Dude. <laughs> like, dude, he fucking married his mother. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, dude, that's wild. Yeah, it's yeah. so crazy. But that's a whole other thing. But anyway, yeah. so we're there. And uh, this guy doesn't know my mother. And he asks her, he's like, oh, you know, what's your name? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. My grandmother says, like, oh, don't worry about her. She's nobody. And he's like, oh, pfft, you know, shut the fuck up. I'm a man, whatever, patriarchy eat a day yeah especially over there right it's like like hardcore yeah Yeah. but this was in detroit you know oh okay Okay. yeah yeah. so uh but still Mm. same shit you know what i mean like they brought the culture with them so they uh my mom was just like telling this guy her name like who her dad is who her mom is this and that so this guy gets on his knee and he starts grabbing my mom by the hand and like kissing her hand or whatever and he's like telling my grandmother like you and your people are nobody like you're fucking hillbillies village people whatever She's like, this dude's dad fucking helped me and helped a bunch of people sneak to like Syria, Jordan, Lebanon after Saddam took over. Because when Saddam took over, he was just trying to kill all the communists, which is weird because the Ba'ath Party is kind of just a pan-Arabian socialist party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's actually really interesting. I saw this meme going around recently where it was like, you know, uh, the the Scooby-Doo meme where it's just like Fred pulling over. Oh, uh, right, right, fucking, right. Yeah. yeah, so he's like, uh, let's see who's like the ghost is... Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, civil unrest in the Middle East. And it's like, let's see who's responsible for this. And Fred is the U.S. And it just like pulls it off and it's the USA. Oh. And But like the thing of it is, though, is that people forget about the British protectorate era where like, you know, Syria and like Iraq and a whole bunch of other countries like grouped up together and shit. That's like kind of primarily where like the Ba'ath ideal came about with this dude named uh, Michael Aflaq over in Syria. And uh, yeah, it was it was a decent idea, you know, like the idea of like Pan-Arabian socialism, like people who just like speak Arabic, like going together and collectivizing and just, you know, making it so that they could just like follow whatever Allah's will or I don't I don't really know. <laughs> but like, because I don't know, it's it's a weird thing, but yeah, yeah, it's I interesting. Get it. Yeah. You know, whereas communism was more like godless. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, well. We're closing in on an hour, which is what I try and keep this at. Uh, but I definitely want to have you back because you're uh, you're not very interesting, and I like having those types of people yeah. on this podcast. I'm very uh, humble. But but you're a comedian and a musician. Yeah. Um. Do you have any stuff coming up that you'd like to um, plug? Yeah, I guess just go check out my bandcamp, uh, languagestain.bandcamp.com. Yeah, my my band when I had a full band was called Language Stain and the Ubiquitous Pros. 
because I wanted to make sure idiots wouldn't listen to my music, and I figure <laughs> ubiquitous is a dude, good way to do that. Dude, that, that, <laughs> that word makes me dizzy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, now that I'm solo, I just go under a uh, language stain in the big dead mouth because, you know, my acoustic guitar is a big dead mouth. <laughs> but um, I got a show coming up at Bow Wow House in San Diego soon. I can't remember when. Okay. Who cares? It'll be um, on, it'll be on the, the site that you just said, though? Yeah, yeah, probably, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I'm probably going to record some new music. I'm going to be doing comedy around San Diego, I guess. Yeah. I, I know I have a bunch of shit booked, but, like, we're gonna be we're gonna be releasing this on cassette, right? So like, dude, it's yeah. gonna take a while for us to have to probably eight months. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, I don't even know if I'm gonna be alive in eight months. Like, <laughs> well, so. if you're not, it'll make this even more uh, more <laughs> this podcast even uh, better, dude. That'll be dope. Like the posthumous like release cassettes. That would actually be cool because it could be like uh, I don't know, fucking fat people <laughs> who have died i don't know like, that's cool and dude i haven't even said your name oh yeah this entire time yeah, I'm ezra, ezra nolan, nolan. Yeah. yeah ezra nolan uh it's nolan with no d right no. nolan nolan right. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. i when i when i first heard uh nolan i, I thought it was nolan and uh and i'm that's because i'm stupid so. that's cool dude yeah. we're all a little stupid yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when i heard dusty tunnel for the first time i was like oh he does more than porn yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean turns out it's another dusty tunnel yeah, yeah. dude there's a the there's another dusty tunnel who has the same middle initial as me and he's in prison in texas nice and do he's you write him? super racist oh my god he's super super racist. how do you know do you write him uh he has a twitter account and one of his uh <laughs> tweets it's an old <laughs> old tweet but uh one of his tweets is uh fuck n-words and uh well and, dude i hate negotiating too yeah <laughs> i really i hate anywhere that begins with n yeah dude it's uh it's just wild because it's like my negligible na- negligible i hate that word yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah dude. dude uh i'll have to edit that <laughs> word out of the podcast <laughs> we don't use that word here yeah, too yeah. Sure. It's, it's just it's weird to see like my name and then that tweet like uh, it freaks me out well i mean like uh dude i have the benefit of like uh having a super long arab name you know (laughs) so it's like nobody has like my whole name so what is your whole your whole i'm not gonna fucking say that shit on record dude all right all right i'm gonna punch a comedian someday (laughs) 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 what are you talking about i don't want a paper trail let's keep the pseudonym shit up dude that's a good uh that's a good note to end on hey thanks for coming on dude yeah for sure thanks for having me all right later dusty i guess i'll get out of you yeah love you too love you too it that's uh dude i'm i'm just i unplugged my mixer and everything because i did did you hear that freaking buzzing in the intro i don't i don't know what that was i don't know where it came from and i apologize that you had to put up with three minutes of that um so now i'm just recording straight onto the ipad i gotta figure out my mixer situation i don't know why that sounds there and um I'm fucking retarded, so good luck to me trying to figure out, you know, what's going on. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, If you'd like to be on the podcast, if you'd like to discuss something, if you'd like me to discuss something, if you just want to say hi, if you want to give me some feedback, dude, those are all great reasons to reach out. 
Uh, find me on Dusty K Tunnel uh, Instagram and Twitter or Dusty Tunnel on Facebook, uh, DustyTunnel.com. There's a contact link there. And um, fucking reach out, dude. And uh, follow Ezra. How awesome of a guest was he? So good. I, I had such a good time. Um, we, uh, we made a night of it, too. We went out, got some uh, Mediterranean dinner, um, uh, kind of celebrated his birthday, I guess. I mean, it was his birthday. He didn't want, you know, he's not like, he, he said, he told me what he likes to do on his birthday is give to other people. So he actually went around on his birthday downtown San Diego and gave out like dollar bills to homeless people. How cool is that? Awesome guy. I had a really great time. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here and do some more packing. Um, thank you guys so much again for listening and, um, I love you. Bye.